Am I straight? Okay. stories of the day understand the issues that matter this is Manila Bulletin news on web your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world Manila Bulletin celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths be fully informed Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza, this is MB Now, and here are your news on web. The palace lauded the Filipino for their preparedness, which resulted to lower mortality during the height of Typhoon Ulysses. Department of Social Welfare and Development also assured that no one will be left behind in ensuring government assistance in the form of financial aid, relief goods, shelter, and post-disaster counseling. Our Malacanang correspondent, Argil Hedukos, has this report. Despite recording an initial 14 deaths due to Typhoon Ulysses, Malacanang still commended the Filipino people for their preparedness as actually lessened the number of people who could have died over the past five days. Presidential spokesman Harry Roque made a statement as he revealed in a press briefing that 14 people died due to Typhoon Ulysses. The number of deaths is based on Friday morning's report from the National Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Council. Bagaman ang target natin ay zero casualty, ay tingin ko pa rin, no, dahil nga po tayo naghahanda bago dumating ang bagyo, ay eh, nabawasan po natin ang ganitong casualties. No? Uh, so kahit pa paano po, uh, binabati pa rin po natin ang ating mga mamamayan, ang ating mga local government units, kapulisan, kasundaluhan, dahil sa ating bayanihan, nabawasan po natin ang casualty. On Thursday, President Duterte said those affected by Typhoon Ulysses will not be left behind. Ensuring government assistance in the form of financial aid, relief goods, shelter, and post-disaster counseling. This was also assured by the Department of Social Welfare and Development under Secretary Felicissimo Budjongan during the same press briefing. Ang uh, local government unit po ay uh, the first responder uh, according to uh, Republic Act uh, 10121. At uh, kung medyo uh, naubos na po yung kanilang uh, resources, then uh, mag-augment na po yung... Uh, uh, national uh, agencies like uh, DDSWD po and uh, kailangan pa kasi ng, uh, ng uh, local government units uh, tingnan kung ano yung mga needs nila. Meantime, Armed Forces of the Philippines Chief of Staff General Gilbert Gapay reported in the same press briefing that there were already at least 39 deaths due to the typhoon. Matroca and Department of the Interior and Local Government Secretary Eduardo Año made clarifications during this morning's press briefing. Ang ating uh, validated sa ngayon ay uh, 14 dead and uh, 3 missing. Yung reported na recovery ng cadavers, we still have to validate that kasi yung iba dyan baka naman hindi typhoon related. No? Baka mamaya meron dyan pinatay, sinama na lang na typhoon victim. So we have to validate if it is really related to typhoon. And it is the LGUs along with the DILG who 
make the validations. Dahil kung kukumpira nyo po yung mga casualty sa mga ibang administrasyon sa casualty ngayon, eh napakaliit po ng casualty natin, bagamat ang aim po natin talaga, zero casualty pa rin at uh, pag, pag, pupu, uh, susubukan pa rin natin sa mga susunod na pagkakataon, lalo pang pabutihin ating disaster preparedness na makamit natin ang zero casualty. Meanwhile, Roque said basic commodities in the following areas are frozen in their prevailing prices for 60 days based on the automatic price control and these are Batangas, Cavite, Catanduanes, Mindoro, Palawan, and Camarines. For MB Now, this is Argil Hedukos reporting. Philippine Red Cross Chairman and Chief Executive Officer Senator Richard Gordon has urged everyone to plan and prepare for disasters. Gordon said, mayors, barangays, and people must get ready for disasters and that people should have been evacuated before a typhoon arrives. Gordon said those who live in the coastal areas should be automatically evacuated early and should not wait for the government to bring them to higher grounds. In the same public briefing, Gordon shared disaster preparedness undertaken by PRC, noting that the organization serves first the most vulnerable, those who have really been affected, the poorest of the poor. all the mayors, all the people, all the barangays, alamin nyo muna anong karaban natin. Yan ang tinuturo ko sa disaster. Predict. Anong kaaway natin dito sa lugar natin? Kung mababa tayo, baba tayo. Kahit anong galing ng gobyerno. Kung kayo ay nakapredict na tatamaan tayo ng bahagya, eh malayo pa. Nakaalis na kayo. Yung property mababawi yan, pero yung buhay hindi na mababawi. Yun ang unang-una. Kahit na maglahi ka pa ng pinakamalaking disaster uh, department, hindi magagawa yan. Kaya sinasabi ko, ang tao natin dapat uh, sa mga eskwela uh, at yung mga barangay, Pagkatapos ng ganyan, meron tayong kritik, tawagin natin yung mga tao at uh, pagsabihan sila, tuwi-tuwi na pagkapanahon na ng uh, disaster, uh, katulad ng mga bagyo, uh, dapat nililinis na yung mga drainage, pinuputol na yung mga sanga at uh, tinatabi na para hindi makakaharang. 8 out of 10 adult Filipinos believe that a vaccine and a medicine against the 2019 novel coronavirus disease or COVID-19 will be available in the next 12 months. The social weather stations said on Thursday night that its national mobile phone survey conducted from September 17 to 20 showed this result, noting that among 80%, 53% said it will probably happen, while 27% believe it will definitely happen. On the other hand, SWS said 17% of adult Filipinos do not expect a COVID-19 vaccine in the next 12 months. The latest SWS survey is a probability-based survey conducted using a mobile phone and computer-assisted telephone interviewing. There were 1,249 adult Filipinos, ages 18 years old and above, who participated in the nationwide survey. They include 309 in Metro Manila, 328 in Balance Luzon, 300 in the Visayas, and 312 in Mindanao. The SWS noted that the latest survey is non-commissioned and done on its own initiative and released as a public service. The House Committees on Overseas Workers, Welfare, and On Ways and Means 
unanimously approved and endorsed for plenary action House Bill number 7951, which proposes to put a cap on charges for money remittances sent by overseas Filipino workers. Authored by Deputy Speaker and Pampanga Representative Aurelio Gonzalez Jr., the bill also provides tax incentives to financial intermediaries such as money remittance centers that will provide OFW's discounts for their services. It also requires the Department of Finance, Banco Central ng Pilipinas, and the Philippine Overseas Employment Administration to provide financial management education programs to OFWs and their families. All establishments that will grant discounts will be entitled to a ta tax deduction based on the cost of services rendered to OFWs. Penalties for violation of provisions of the measure range from four years to eight-year imprisonment for remittance equivalent to 12,000 to 22,000 pesos. For remittance transactions involving over 22,000 pesos, the penalty ranges from the imprisonment of six up to eight years. In Metro News, Marikina City under state of calamity. And Isco bears Christmas plans and events for Manila. More from this report. Marikina City Mayor Marcelino Tedoro has placed the city under state of calamity following the onslaught of Typhoon Ulysses that submerged most parts of the city to murky flood waters and displaced thousands of residents. Distance learning in the city suspended until November 17. The declaration would allow the local government to assess calamity funds to provide assistance to residents affected by the weather disturbance. The mayor said this will also give the local government the opportunity to effectively respond to the needs of its residents and help them recover from damages caused by the typhoon. The local government is currently focused on removing thick mud left by the flood to ensure the safe return of residents to their homes. The city will also deploy doctors to communities that will attend to health concerns of residents. Manila Mayor Francisco Escombrero de Magoso assured residents of a hopeful and optimistic Christmas despite the pandemic as he barred their plans and upcoming events. De Magoso said he will allow churches to conduct the traditional Misa de Gallo or Simbang Gabi, but with only 30% of its capacity. Dawn Masses will also be held at Cartile ng Katipunan near Manila City Hall starting 8pm on December 15. It will led by Quiapo Church officials. Christmas bazaars will also allowed in the capital city in a bid to revive the economy amid the COVID-19 crisis. The city government will also hold a month-long bazaar called Paskuhan sa Maynila. Entrance will be free for everyone, while bazaar vendors will have to pay a hawker's fee of 30 pesos per day. Here are the top news in other parts of the country. Soldiers on Ulysses response mission engaged by NPA rebels in Quezon. And Mactan Cebu International Airport to start implementing the use of trays contact tracing app on November 28th. More in this report. Soldiers who were on their way to a humanitarian mission due to Typhoon Ulysses were blocked and engaged in a 50-minute encounter by a band of New People's Army terrorists in Macalelan, Quezon on Thursday, November 12. Soldiers from the Army's 85th Infantry Battalion engaged about 20 rebels under the Southern Tagalog Regional Party Committee who were reportedly trying to extort from the residents of Barangay Lahing in the town of Macalelon. The soldiers recovered an improvised explosive device, four magazines, a bandolier, and various enemy war paraphernalia that was left by the scampering terrorists.
the GMR Megawide Cebu Airport Corporation joined the Department of Transportation and Mactan Cebu International Airport Authority in implementing the use of the contact tracing app Trace at the Mactan Cebu International Airport. Starting November 28, all passengers will be required to download and register on the Trace app in order to be permitted entry into the terminal. Through the Trace app, passengers scan the QR codes located at designated points in the terminals before being allowed to enter the airport. Passengers without smartphones to download the app can approach the Manasakit help desks located at Terminal 1 Departure Grand Lobby and Terminal 2 Arrivals for assistance. In world news, Tropical Storm Eta leaves 27 dead in Mexico. PS5 released in Japan ready for battle with the latest Xbox. And Bethlehem Corona Sandwich eases the bite of tourism loss. Let's watch this report. 27 were dead due to the torrential rains caused by Cyclone Eta and successive cold fronts, according to the Mexican government. At least 25,000 families were affected on the latest scout by local authorities in Tabasco. The torrential rains forced the authorities to vent one of the main dams in the area. Eta and the other weather phenomena triggered torrential rains, also in the state of Chiapas. Sony's PlayStation 5 goes on sale in Japan after rival Microsoft releases its newest Xbox tomorrow with the next-generation consoles vying for holiday season dominance as the pandemic boosts gaming demand. With pre-order pointing to a record launch, market leader Sony is counting on big-ticket exclusive games like Spider-Man Miles Morales to keep the edge over its U.S. challenger. The PS5 is available from Thursday in Australia, Japan, Mexico, New Zealand, North America, and South Korea, but gamers elsewhere will have to wait until November 19. The consoles go on sale with the pandemic creating a massive spike in demand for gaming from people stuck at home and looking for a distraction or a way to pass the time. When the coronavirus pandemic left Bethlehem without its hordes of visitors, a tour guide who lost his job opened a sandwich shop. Certainly not a revolutionary plan, but when it came to marketing, he grabbed attention in naming a store to the virus who ruined his job. He named the sandwich shop Corona Sandwich. According to the owner, Raid Banura, his hobby is cooking and making people happy. That's why he put up a sandwich store. Most of the customers like the idea and it serves a memory for everyone that we managed to survive the crisis brought by the COVID-19 pandemic. In entertainment, netizens described actress-singer Donalyn Bertolome as beauty with a heart after she initiated a rescue operation in Marikina and Rizal following the onslaught of Typhoon Ulysses. Taking to Facebook on Thursday, the 26-year-old star asked for volunteers willing to help her rescue residents from the flood-stricken areas. She even said that she is willing to pay volunteers just to be able to come up with a contingent to launch the rescue. In just mere hours, she and her ragtag team of volunteers were on their way. Netizens took to the comment section of her post to praise and thank Donalyn for her effort. Many have also signified their willingness to volunteer even if they won't get paid. Donalyn went on to thank her fans for their support and she also assured everyone that we will get through this. 
In sports, among basketball in the Philippines, announced Friday the roster of Gilas Pilipinas for the 2021 FIBA Asia Cup qualifiers set on November 26 to 30 in Manama, Bahrain. Rookie picks Alan Bulanadi, Isaac Go, Matt and Mike Nieto, and Ray Suerte lead the 16-man pool that will prepare for the tournament. The SBP already got clearance from Chief Implementer of the National Action Plan against COVID-19 Secretary Carlito Galvez Jr. and Deputy Chief Implementer Undersecretary Vince Dizon to participate in the tournament. All players and coaches tested negative for COVID-19 as the pool is set to start their practice on Saturday at Inspire Sports Academy in Calamba, Laguna. The team will face Thailand twice in Bahrain on November 27 and November 30. Tomorrow is the day for the Manila Bulletin Sketchfest 2020, the resilience of the Filipino. We would like to remind all participants to make sure that you are already logged on at 9.45 a.m. tomorrow for the official start of the live stream program here at the Manila Bulletin Facebook page. Contest starts at exactly 10 a.m. We would also like to take this opportunity to thank all our sponsors and partners, Pioneer Insurance, Your Insurance, the SM Store, Grab Philippines, the National Commission for Culture and the Arts, McDonald's, RJ100.3 FM, and RJDGTV. Best of luck to all participants, and we hope that you will all continue to keep the Filipino artistry and creativity alive. And those are the news on web today, November 13, 2020. It's 42 days before Christmas. For more news and information and details, get your copy of Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow or log on to www.mb.com.ph. You may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link of this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza from Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Join us again on Monday. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.